Welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. I'm Haley. And my name is Jess. Today's episode, we're going to be answering a listener's question that we got in our DMs. Um, We always ask you guys for questions, so thank you for sending them to us. This is going to be short and sweet and right to the point. Yeah, so we just dive in, right? Yeah, let's do it. Let's start with the question. So the question we got was, how did Jess know when she was ready to return to slash increase her work hours? There's a second question, but I'll start with that first one. Um, Second question by the same person. So I will start that off by saying I don't think I ever felt ready, to be quite honest. Yeah. Like I had quit my full-time career when I got really sick. I took, I think, like five whole months with like without working. I Mm -hmm. was doing little like side things like graphic design for people because that's a hobby I enjoy. And social media. Social media. Um couple like little things to kind of bring in some income but it wasn't like an actual actual career yeah your focus was getting better yeah and yeah I never felt ready to increase my work hours but I was broke as fuck so I had to like Mm -hmm. figure something out I owed my parents a lot of money for treatment that they had covered for me I owed my credit cards a lot of money I was kind of like shit I mean I got to get back into this. I don't really have a choice. Because that was probably so overwhelming. It was a very overwhelming moment. I remember being like, I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if this is going to crash me more. Or like what you're going to do. Or Yeah, or what I'm even going to do for work. Um, I did know that I couldn't go back to full time because that was how my health crashed, was a full time eight to five job. Mm-hmm. So I knew I couldn't do that. So I figured probably smart to start part-time as and I mean like as minimum hours as I could possibly find with somebody was like the goal um so I think I started it I don't know like 20 hours a week as a receptionist at the naturopathic clinic yeah and the reason I did that was I figured working at a naturopathic clinic could be useful for supplement discounts Mm -hmm. um and also obviously like my interests had shifted to like health and wellness related stuff because that's what I was dealing with Mm -hmm. so yeah it makes sense you'd end up somewhere where it's like health focused naturopathic like really what you were interested in and I think it's cool that you looked there because I feel like that really changed the direction of where you are now. Yeah, even my life in general. <laughs> yeah, but I remember when you were looking to get back into work, you were looking at naturopathic offices. And I don't know, it was like totally different than what you had done before, but it was perfect, I think, to ease you back into it. Yeah, and what's interesting, though, and I do want to point this out, is I've had a lot of conversations with friends who have also gone through like illnesses and sicknesses where they've had to change their career paths. And I think it's kind of 50-50 of like, somebody that gets really sick, they turn their career more focused into health and wellness because that's now where their interest lies. But then there's also a lot of people who are like, I can't have my work in health and wellness because that's what I do every other hour of the day. Mm -hmm. So like I can't be seeing it all day long Mm -hmm. for my career. And so like I think just be mindful of you might that might not work for you. You might be the person that needs a break from like your health and seeing all of that and focused on something else for a few hours a day um, to kind of ease that burden. So yeah, I just thought that was interesting because for me, I was like, oh, shouldn't this be like what happens to everybody? And then my friend's like, are you kidding me? Like, I would never want to do that. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. We kind of cope in different ways. Exactly. So both ways make sense. So just be mindful of that. Um, I did also 
kind of feel like remote life was going to be more so my speed at that point because I had left a full-time in-office job and that was fucking killing me. Mm -hmm. That literally did almost kill me. I feel like working that job. So might be useful if you can find something that's remote that lets you stay at home at least part of the time, maybe not all the time, but just so that you can have those days where you can actually really take care of yourself. Cause I just personally found that going to an office every day was just, I am just not built for that like nine yeah. to five life. I know outside of the house. Yeah. It honestly seems so foreign to me. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people are like realizing that, you know, you don't have to live that like go hard nine to five, which it's, I don't know why we call it nine to five when it's eight to five, but whatever, that's a different story for another yeah. time. Um, a lot of people are realizing that you don't have to do that to be successful at your job. It's actually funny because my job now, the days that I work from home, my boss always is like, you get so much shit done when you work from home. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, because that's where I'm in my element. That's mm -hmm. where I can take care of myself. I make sure I eat. I make sure I drink water. Like I'm not distracted by a thousand different things. Like totally. I get my shit done mm -hmm. when I'm at home. <laughs> However, a lot of people, there is people that don't thrive in that environment. Yeah. I mean, I definitely can see the challenges with working from home just because like I have my dog here. I feel the need to keep my house and my space clean. Yeah. So like there are a lot of other distractions for me here. So actually getting focused work done. I mean, I can sit down and do like chunks of focused work, yeah. but it's hard for me to go from like eight to five. Like I couldn't do that. I, I like, like the flexibility of. I feel like you're like a, a hybrid worker. Yeah. Like you like the work from home, but then you also like the ability to like go into an actual space and like focus in that space. Yes. Where like I'm like, I could never leave my house and be totally happy with yeah. that. I think if <laughs> I had an office space set up at home, it would be a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, but I just work at like the kitchen counter. So yeah. Yeah. And it, it's different for everybody. I have friends that absolutely thrive in leaving the house every morning and going to an office for eight hours a day and like that's just how they enjoy working. Yeah. And so that's just another thing to be mindful of. Like what works for me might not work for you. Yeah. Well, and I think having a chronic illness comes with its own set of for challenges. Sure. Like what you eat is really important. Mm -hmm. Your self-care routine is really important. So I'm sure that a lot of people listening are probably not the eight to five office sort of people. Or maybe you want to be, but your chronic illness doesn't allow you to be at this moment. So that's understandable. Yeah. Um, the other part of her question was, how did she communicate why she was pursuing a job outside of what she studied in slash used to do? So for those who don't know, I went to school for construction management um, and got a job as a construction manager. And that was my full-time position that I was doing when I got really sick. And obviously I got sick, left that job, and then transitioned into healthcare, which I had zero education in. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had a lot of lived experience in, so that yeah. was helpful, but zero education. And I mean, I did get a lot of questions of like, oh, why are you not in construction anymore? Um, from like family and Mainly friends. from family and friends, just not like bad hearted like questions, but just people that were generally curious. curious. And I mean, I don't think I really had like a set answer that I was giving, mm -hmm. but if I think back to it, I'm like, that old construction job for me just wasn't sustainable. Like it was fun. I loved it. Obviously it's what I studied and it's what I was interested in. Yeah. 
But there was no way that I was going to do that for the rest of my fucking life with the way that that job was built. Like I said earlier, I'm just not an in-office eight to five person. And Mm -hmm. that's very much what that job was. It was very much one of those jobs that like you're on the clock 24 seven. Even when I was home from work, I was getting phone calls from people that were having issues with their buildings that we built. And like, Mm -hmm. it was just, I didn't really feel like I had time to breathe or like properly take care of myself. So ultimately I left it. (laughs) Yeah. And that kind of started with just a one month break from your job to try to get your health focus like back on track, not your focus, but your health back on track. And then you tried to come back part time, but it wasn't an option. Yeah. They gave me a month sabbatical to give me time to focus on my health. And in the back of my head, I was like, a month's not going to make any difference, but I'll take it. I, mean, I it was, need two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to come back in like four years. Is that cool? <laughs> um, so after that month, I told them like, hey, you know, not much has changed. I'd be willing to come back part time because obviously I needed the fucking money, but there's no way I can come back to my job as it was. That's just not sustainable. And they were like, I'm sorry, but this is not a part time position. We need you full time. And so I was like, okay, well, then I I have to walk away. And it was fucking tough because it is what my degree is in. And like, and you had literally just like just finished school, just finished school. Um, I had been in this job for three plus years yes. at that time because they hired me before I officially graduated. Yeah. But yeah, you were going to school the whole time yeah, that you were working full time. It was my too. dream freaking career with my dream company. It, it was a lot of emotions, mm-hmm. but I think I knew that like, I'm not, if I don't have my health, I don't have anything. Like if I go back to this job, clearly I'm just going to stay as shitty feeling as I do now mm-hmm. or get even worse. And I'm like, that's not fucking worth it to me. No, your like, job <laughs> is not your life. No. Um, and the people that I worked with, that's what it was for them. Mm -hmm. Their job was their life. And I just didn't see myself in that same way. I'm like, I enjoy this job. I want to be here and I want to do it, but not to the same extent as you guys do. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. Um, and I I guess that's not really like a straight up answer, but other than. Well, so when you were interviewing, say at the naturopathic clinic. Yeah. How did you explain to them that that's the sort of job that you were interested in? So I was very upfront with the naturopathic clinic. When I started applying for part-time positions, um, I, during my interview, like straight up said, I have a chronic illness. That's the reason I only want to be part-time because I need the extra time to really take care of myself. Mm -hmm. I'm also, because they all saw my construction background. They're like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. And I'm like, well, because of my fucking chronic illness, like this is what I'm interested in now. This is what I want to do. I want Mm -hmm. to learn the ropes of a naturopathic clinic. I was just very upfront and honest and it worked for me, luckily. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it would always work because obviously some employers would see a chronic illness as a weakness, but yeah. not all of them will. So just remember that you can find a good fit eventually. Yeah. And then what about when you got hired on with the Center for Justice Social Work? Did you like when you interviewed, did you kind of like use your previous experience as why you thought you'd make a good fit for this position or... Um, I mean, yeah, to a certain extent, because obviously, like, I have my resume that we go over in an interview, but um, I also, I, so I was at a total different health state 
when I interviewed for this job mm-hmm. than I was back then. Like I was way worse off back then when yeah. I was interviewing. So at this one, I didn't talk as much about like the chronic illness stuff because I was much more comfortable in the fact that I could handle it, mm-hmm. like handle the position itself. Um, but I did, you know, say that I still said the part where like I do have a chronic illness and like that makes me interested in this kind of stuff. I want to be able to give back to people. I want to be able to help mm-hmm. people because I was once in that position yeah, where I felt really lost and lonely and sick and didn't know how to take care of myself or mm-hmm. find resources that were fucking useful for me. So I was still upfront and honest about that, but I didn't really vocalize the like actual concerns about the working part okay, because I was confident in it at that mm-hmm. point. Um, but my boss now is a, godsend of a boss let me just tell you she (laughs) I got very lucky with her because she very much understands everything Mm -hmm. and is very she I don't know the word she's willing to um let me be more like lenient with my work schedule yeah she's flexible yeah with how you're able to work so you work from home a lot of the time all that good stuff. And soon to be fully remote. I know. Actually, by the time you guys are listening to this episode, I will be fully remote. Oh my God. This is our <laughs> last time actually probably recording in person together. No, we're going to be Next one week? more. Okay. Yeah. We'll do one this more. This is the second to last recording in person. Probably. We might just cry the whole next episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I there's a lot more I can talk about when it comes to working with chronic illness, obviously, but... I don't really want to dive into all of it in one episode because I feel like that could be like a three hour episode. But I did want to shout out this listener for sending these questions to us. We appreciate it. Please send us more questions because we love you guys giving us ideas for episodes. Yeah. Makes it so much easier and so much more fun, in my opinion. Yeah. And I feel like if you have that question, there are probably a ton of other people listening who have the same questions. So we really appreciate the feedback. It gives us some good direction with the show. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will catch you guys next time. See you next time, guys.